welcome to the Forbes India Cover Story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. And uh, this issue uh, is published in the midst of a lockdown on account of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, it covers what it means for all of us as individuals and across industries, what has been the impact. Uh, joining me on the line to talk about the package are uh, Forbes India's Pankti Mehta Kadakia and Nandika Tripathi. Hi, uh, Pankti, Nandika. Hi, Abhishek. One line from your story, Pankti, uh, encapsulates the collective perception that, of the times that we are in. Uh, and I quote uh, uh, Anurag Katiyar, who's from uh, the National uh, Restaurant Association of India. He says, I had thought COVID-19 wouldn't impact India the way it has. I made a mistake. So I think nobody would have been ready for where we stand today. Even when it started in China back in December, January, you know, we saw traces of it through uh, through the region, Singapore as well, Hong Kong to some extent. Mm-hmm. I don't think we ever thought it would come to this point. India is all, obviously, we've always been known to be the country that never stops. So to expect a sort of situation where everything is on a standstill, everything has come to an absolute halt, was unimaginable, I mean, even three weeks ago. How, how did you uh, go about this issue? So this was supposed to be our uh, food special and uh, we never decided on having this uh, coronavirus package, right, Pankti? So we were like, we had this entire package of, uh, like, we decided that we are going to have food stories. But then at the last minute, we decided that, you know, uh, let's gather some coronavirus stories. And Mm. a lot of reporters had ideas and, and everybody worked from home. We managed having, you know, photo shoots done the people we were speaking to, we got them to do the picture, photo shoots at their home and it right. turned out pretty well. Among the stories, it also covers the desperate need for uh, certain healthcare products like ventilators on one side and also talks about how uh, big an impact it has had on certain industries. Uh, one story that you've written, Pankti, uh, is that of the food and beverage industry where both organized and the unorganized sector have been hit hard. About 81% of restaurants in the organized sector don't last for more than 30 months on a good day. What did you learn when you spoke to experts and folks from uh, the food and beverage industry? Yeah, so as uh, Nandika mentioned, this was meant to be an F&B special and what we were working on initially was, uh, you know, completely different look at the industry. Uh, post holy essentially is when uh, business started to dip because of the virus. Very quickly realized that we can't put together the stories we were working on because everything had shut essentially overnight. So just a handful of places are uh, continuing to function the way that they did. Uh, Basically what we learned is that, um, you know, this is an industry that works on very, very thin margins, even on a good day, as you mentioned. I mean, the churn in the restaurant industry is very, very high. So basically what they're facing right now is an acute cash flow crisis. Some of them have said, you know, we've had one restaurant shut or one region that isn't operation, but we never imagined a situation where all our restaurants across all across the entire country had to close. So this is going right. to have a lasting impact on the industry. Um, you know, we're likely to see mass layoffs already. Companies, even the biggest restaurant companies in the country are, mm-hmm. you know, not being able to pay their staff their full salaries. Some of them have, have asked employees to go on uh, leave without pay currently. Some of them, in fact, you know, say that if, if this does extend, then they might have 
to shut shop temporarily maybe reopen once things are better but there's also no way to predict how diner trends will change in the coming months like at what point will people be okay with stepping out and eating out as much as they they used to people are learning to eat home cooked food mm. not ordering uh, delivery either so it's 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 this mass behavior change that's happening at the same time so we don't know what the impact of that will be on the industry right and and the next one i think one of the articles that that caught my attention was uh, around the mental health care uh, that's a brilliant piece about how important it is during uh, these times especially of uh, social isolation so experts say that the lasting effects of mental health from this crisis will mm-hmm. far outlive the physical health um, so obviously people are in isolation they're working at home i mean there's li- virtually no human contact right and that is going to have a severe uh, mental health impact on the world at large so this story that my colleague divya wrote basically looks at mental health in india and how this crisis only shows uh, how much more we need to do for it i mean one in 20 indians have depression so to look at uh, what companies are doing now a lot of them have pivoted to online counseling and things mm-hmm. like that but also what more needs to be done that's essentially what the story tells just to add a one point she has also uh, mentioned about uh, you know obviously a lot of uh, gen z and millennials have this anxiety and depression problems and mental health problems but uh, there are many senior citizens they also have a lot of mental health disorders and they remain uh, undiagnosed they also need help with uh, mental health problems i think i'm sure there is a a spike that uh, uh, mental health professionals would be seeing across the world uh, during during this time in india will be no different some of the other highlights if you could just take us through uh, for for our uh, benefit of our listeners uh, so we also have an interesting piece on uh, the demand of uh, sanitizers mm-hmm. so how uh, a lot of new players have come up in this industry uh, in the wake of coronavirus amid the existing ones we also have uh, stories about uh, how the uh, manufacturers from uh, mm-hmm. medical device makers to automakers are uh, stepping up to produce uh, ventilators uh, across the world there there is a, a dire lack of uh, ventilators and uh, some companies are uh, you know trying to step up uh, could you give a couple of examples as to uh, how this is coming along uh, whether it's the startups or big players like mahindra and mahindra perhaps what we're seeing is an interesting situation where big players like mahindra mahindra uh, maruti tata motors etc are are getting into the game mm-hmm. uh, to help out but they're also partnering with smaller startups so there's a delhi based startup called agwa healthcare which which has partnered with maruti to supply uh, ventilators for instance it's literally an all hands on deck situation and my colleague varsha has looked at this um story last couple of questions uh, is given that we are in these times and the work from home will soon become a norm at least for the forthcoming future how does it impact people who have jobs and can be done from home uh yeah so uh, we spoke to a, a lot of entrepreneurs and professionals uh, mm-hmm. to find out how ready they are to work remotely and uh, we we had a lot of case studies in which we looked at people who have been working from home for many years and they were comfortable doing it right now so it wasn't a problem for them 
but we also had some examples in which uh, the environment of their businesses as such in which uh, they cannot work remotely mm-hmm. and uh, so they decided to you know gel up with their employees and uh, started doing team building activities i think india has a long way to go to adapt to this culture uh, yeah. you know given the technological challenges as well as i think uh, the employers don't trust their employees as much working from home in india comes comes with a lot of advantages as well as disadvantages we found that obviously it works for some people and not for others i mean it obviously does have its advantages right it offers you that flexibility that a traditional job i mean a traditional work from office job has not been able to in general the conclusion that we came to was that if even if companies can offer certain kinds of employees that flexibility if not everyone or if they can all employees say you know work from home two days a week or five days a month then that can really help in you know achieving that work life balance that everyone is um, entitled to right this is something new to all of us uh, in terms of working from home as a culture for india how have some of the organizations you know adapted almost overnight to the whole concept yeah so for a lot of it companies uh, it was like uh, comparatively easier to adapt this uh, work from home thing for some companies it was the it team had to come together and to make sure yeah. that other colleagues are working from home and that they don't face any issues i mean a lot of companies did it i mean pretty quickly yeah and i think during these times well a company like we work may not uh, really fly because of uh, the entire i mean because everything is sealed but uh, tools like uh, you know slack uh, zoom as you mentioned sometime back google meet uh, teams etc are some, some which will do exceedingly well right on that note pankaj uh, uh, and andika thank you very much for your time on this podcast and uh, all the best working from home hopefully for not too long thanks abhishek same to you thank you thank you uh, and all your listeners you can get this podcast on forbesindia.com as well as on itunes and to have someone call you for a forbes india subscription message forbes to 5181